Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to 2024. Hope you all had a great new year and a great holiday season. Uh, we've got uh, news coming in today. The markets look like they're going to start the year uh, in the red mode. We'll talk about that and more uh, when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, let's not lose sight of the focus we need to be looking at when we look at our portfolios. Risk is vitally important. You need to understand what that risk is, and you need to understand how much risk you should have in your portfolio. That's exactly why I created the Core Retirement Design. Give us a call, 863-382-0037, to schedule your Core Retirement Analysis. With that, we've got Dave coming up here just next. Four nine now, it's 840. Good morning. Time to check in on your money and see what Wall Street's doing to you this morning after a long New Year's weekend. It looks kind of weird at the moment. Let's find out what's going on with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, Happy New Year. It's good to hear your voice this morning. Hey, good morning, Dave. I hope you had a, uh, a very happy New Year and a great holiday season as we uh, head into 2024. The, the year of, uh, well, it's going to be a lot of ups and downs. You got a lot of political stuff that's going to be happening this year, um, as well as you still got interest rates to deal with. You, you know, Dave, there's just a lot of stuff that's going to happen this year. Uh, oh, yeah. I was going to say the uh, Chinese calendar be darned. I'm just going to call this the year of the frog because it's going to be a froggy <laughs> year. <laughs> Anytime you get politicians involved in the national conversation, you can pretty well count on one side or the other, and it depends upon which week is doing it. One side or the other is going to screw up your money no matter what happens. Uh, yesterday, I had some numbers that I was doing to fill time. If you uh, Good news for folks. If you put all your money into the equities markets, into an index fund, uh, the first of the year of 2023, congratulations. You beat inflation, didn't you? You, you did, Dave. It was, it was a good year. And, uh, and I got some estimates based on the futures only. I don't, I don't have the actual number numbers. But, but looking at the, at the futures numbers, you, you know, the, the Dow was up on the futures about 13 percent you can't complain about that uh no. that that would have beat inflation right um mm -hmm. so so that that was good i gotta click another button here and then the s p 500 uh from a future standpoint was up 23 basically 24 percent uh then you got the nasdaq 100 up 53 and a quarter and then the small cap, Russell 2000, up about 14.6. So, um, you know, it, it was a good year. Now, Dave, let's remind folks that most of that came in the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, step number one, it was pretty much all the fourth quarter. Step number two, uh, anybody that had the uh, that, that was so clairvoyant as to stick all their money into an index fund right on the first of the year and come up with those kind of returns probably is the ultimate outlier. Because uh, we're looking at the Dow sitting in the morning to start out the morning uh, at uh, 37,689.54, the NASDAQ at 47,69.83. Yeah, they're at all-time records, but they're at all-time records by just a squeaker 
And doggone it, all the money's worth 17% less than it was three years yeah. ago. So <laughs> if you'd been invested in it before, you're still 17% behind where you were. The number that I pulled out yesterday is uh, in this current term in office, it happened to be a hit piece on Biden, so they were measuring it from January 20th of, uh, of 2021. But the point is, the statistic is the same. Inflation's been 17.4% during that time. So if you did the math, in order to stay even with the record Dow from about oh, a year and a half ago or so, you'd need to be up around probably around 44 before you were just treading water in that index fund. Well, that, that's right. And that's uh, that's a good point, Dave. And, and it is the case that with inflation, um, you know, it takes away some of that actual money that you earned. Well, it's not going to buy as much now as it would have three years ago or two years ago. Um, and, and so that's that's the case. And, yeah, it was a great year last year. Most of it, like I said, came in the fourth quarter. But it is still a good year, but it doesn't really – uh, 100% make up for the inflation we've seen the last three years. And it's the challenging part with the inflation the way it's been. I've complained before in the process. I figured I had a pretty good plan. I got a nice little annuity that'll take care of my entertainment and discretionary expenditures over the year, pay my golf club membership and whatnot when I retire. Uh, the golf club membership has now kind of gotten up to the point where it's close to what my annuity is going to pay me across an entire year. It was supposed to do a lot more than that, but everything's going up in price, and the stuff we put in that we thought we were safe with a few years ago all of a sudden now ain't buying as much as it used to, is it? Well, that, that's right, Dave. It's definitely not buying as much. It takes a lot more to live today than it did three years ago. And uh, and that's, you know, that's what we've been dealt and we have to deal with it. And hopefully inflation will continue to go down. Um, but the only way to get back to where we were is to have negative inflation. And, and that's not necessarily good either. That's bad, too. Yeah, that's why they always measure the core versus the overall, you know, PCE inflation, uh, consumer price index, wholesale inflation, because the core pulls out all of those things that actually do go up and down. I had a this day in history item earlier today. It was way back in 08 uh, that the price of boil actually seeded $100 a barrel. Okay, fine. It's back down in the $73 range this morning. Some stuff does go up and down, but the stuff they measure in the core inflation has a tendency to ratchet up and stay there. And that's the part that's really been hurting because the core numbers are actually well above the overall numbers these days in the last three measurements we've gotten. Well, that's true. And if we look at last year, you know, in the month of December was really a good month. Right. I mean, until we got to that last couple of days. Right. And we ended up the year. We just couldn't end up the year in green. Could we, Dave? Uh, no, no, no. Setting the table with the Friday, the Friday close was not pretty, but it was kind of what we were kind of predicting as well. Uh, folks took money off the table before they left a little afternoon. And then uh, the folks that were left on the floor right before closing took a little more money off the floor. And we ended up with the Dow down about 21 points, the S&P down about 13 and a half. NASDAQ was off by about 84. Not catastrophic losses. And uh, the curve on the charts really does look to me like it was just uh, putting money somewhere where it couldn't do any damage for the weekend. Fair enough? Well, f fair enough. And I think today we're seeing a big drop-off this morning uh, in the futures. And I think it's a lot of folks maybe didn't want to take their capital gains in December. Um, and so we may be seeing them selling today um, to pick up those long-term capital gains in 2024 instead of 2023. 
I was going to ask you what happened because all three of the major indexes I get charts for every morning show a pretty substantial drop just past midnight. And uh, like the Dow index, uh, the futures went down by about 300 points about 1 a.m. Didn't look at the number, but the Standard & Poor's index down about the same kind of percentage number. And that has to be explained by something. And uh, I didn't see anything in the news that would prompt a sell-off, so I was kind of assuming it was tax planning purposes for the first trading day of the new year. Yeah, that's really the only thing I can, I can think of that would cause um, the selling the way we're seeing it right now um, as, as we head into this new year. Understood. Other tidbits out in the news this morning coming up, just so that everybody knows what uh, folks are going to be sweating bullets on. Economists are now trying to guesstimate what the Federal Reserve will do in its March rate-setting meeting. The meeting for January is right at the end of the month. It's almost February. It's not going to meet to uh, see what they do with interest rates, if anything. is going to be on the 30th of January, and economists are saying they actually think by March the Federal Reserve might actually be cutting rates, which gets us right back to the same conversation that you and I have been having for the last three months when folks started thinking about leveling out and bypassing rate increases. What are these guys smoking, cutting rates by March? Yeah, that, that to me, that's a little optimistic. Um, I mean, could it happen? I, yeah, it could. I mean, anything can happen. Uh, but, but I think we need another quarter of numbers to really kind of solidify that the interest, you know, that the, the economy is going the way the Fed wants it to go. And, uh, and, and I think that we've got to get closer to that 2.5% number before we see them start cutting. That's kind of my reaction, too. I mean, March seems awful early. I mean, I could actually buy into the notion that by the end of the year, things might slow down enough to justify a rate cut. But if they did it in March, I'd drop my false teeth out of the shock, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah I would, that would be a little soon for me. It would surprise me as well. Uh, it's going to be a busy week, albeit the folks who know us well know that when we're doing this kind of prognosticating junk, there's absolutely nothing going on on the first business day of the week. We've got a lot of stuff coming on, though, because first week in January, we're going to get the jobs numbers for December at the end of the week. And with all the holiday hiring and everything, it ought to be an interesting uh, report both Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I would think. Well, it should be, Dave, because that is, you know, ADP is coming out Thursday along with the initial jobless claim. So that's going to be uh, some some interesting numbers uh, coming out. And most everything is going to be employment based. Uh, but next week, though, uh, we got to wait until Thursday for some any major stuff. But next Thursday, um, you know, we'll have normal job stuff, but we'll also have CPI and then PPI mm. on Friday. So. Um, I was kind of looking to see when earnings really was going to hit, and it's going to be Friday the 12th is okay. when we're really going to see the banks. Uh, that's that's when the banks come in, Delta reports. So uh, a week from Friday will be the big day when we finally start to see some, some companies come through that we uh, will recognize. I know my economic calendar was incredibly quiet for this week with the exception of all the job stuff. And you and I were commenting to each other before we went on the phone. A lot of the reports that are due out later on the week are talking about November as well. So real market-moving junk isn't going to happen until we get down to the employment numbers at the end of the week. Reset the table. It was, uh, it was a modest profit-taking day on Friday. Nothing really exciting. And looking at the curve, it was all just basically money off the table before a long weekend. It is looking a little more trendy this morning in one direction. 45 minutes before we open, what are we looking at? 
Dave, we got a lot of red ink out there this morning when it comes to the indexes. I mean, you got the Dow, Dow Industrial 30 down over a half a percent. You got the S&P 500 down seven-tenths of a percent this morning. You got the NASDAQ 100 down almost 1% this morning, as well as the Russell 2000 down 092 so everything's solid red this morning. If we flip the page and look at the commodity side of things, silver's up about uh, almost three-tenths of a percent. Gold's up a little over a tenth. Uh, and then crude oil, taking a huge jump this morning, Dave, up 2.4% to $73.35 a barrel right now. And that's about where it was on Friday. It sounds to me like we had some weekend volatility when there was nothing else trading, wouldn't you suspect? Uh, that, that could be. I know there's been some some you know noise uh, chatter about the the Red Sea and some of the the voyaging out there that could be causing prices to go back up today. Oh yeah, we. I mean, we scared people with that uh, firing that we did on a couple of uh, those pirate boats on that merged fra- uh, freighter full of uh, container goods. It wasn't it wasn't an oil tanker, but nevertheless, it was a big boat and the. Uh, the slugs over in Yemen went after it with earnest, and we fired back. So there's some stuff to watch over there that could be affecting the oil market. Overseas markets, we're looking at kind of an interesting trend this morning so far. The Asian rim market, for the most part, uh, the big markets anyway, Taiwan, mainland China, Hong Kong, all down, including Japan this morning. European markets kind of looking at us and saying, eh, let's sell something. Overall index is down by about a half a percent halfway through the European trading day. I was talking about my retirement fund and plans for my disposable income kind of looking iffy at the moment based on what inflation's done. If your retirement plans are looking iffy, how do I find you, Philip, to uh, get them back on track? Then give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning, same time on Light FM. Philip, again, Happy New Year. Good to have you around. We'll see you then, all right? All right, man. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Remember- hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Happy New Year. The year's off to a little red. We'll see how it ends up tomorrow. Join us then. Same time, same place. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye now.